Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 37. Jesus is going to talk about the coming of the kingdom of God. Before we jump into that, I want to thank the Family Leader for being our 2022 Daily Dose Devotions sponsor. You can hear more about their organization and ministry in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And thank you to the Family Leader for their support. Let's jump into verse 20. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. So these Pharisees, much like many of the rank-and-file Jews, have a misconception of what the coming of the kingdom of God will be like. This coming that was prophesied in the Old Testament. Many of them think it's going to be a coming that is inaugurated with great splendor. There'll be some great leader who will stake out some geographical territory and rout the Romans. But as we've talked about many times, this kingdom that Jesus is talking about is not a physical or a geopolitical kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom and the Pharisees still don't see this. So Jesus is saying it's not going to be the kind of thing that you're expecting because this kingdom is in the midst of you. It's already happening and what he means is that I, Jesus, am in the midst of you. I'm inaugurating this kingdom right under your noses and you're missing it all the while because you're expecting something different and because the way that I'm inaugurating it is outside the boxes that you have wrongly drawn about what the kingdom can and can't look like, what the Messiah can and can't look like. So that's his conversation with the Pharisees. Now verse 22, and he said to the disciples, the days are coming when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and you will not see it. And they will say to you, look there or look here. Do not go out and follow them. For as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. So what Jesus is saying is that when this kingdom is fully inaugurated, it's going to involve the return of the Son of Man. But there's going to be this time from when Jesus suffers many things, dies, rises again, ascends to heaven, a time between that and when he returns. And that's going to be when people are going to want to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but they won't be able to because he is not there anymore like he is now. And it's interesting because he just told the Pharisees that the kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, but he tells the disciples that when the Son of Man comes a second time, there will be signs that will be undeniable, like lightning flashing across the sky. This isn't to contradict what he just said, but it's to refer to two different parts of the coming of God's kingdom. The first part is the beginning when it's just being inaugurated quietly in the midst of them without the trappings of a geopolitical takeover that the Pharisees expect. And the second part is the culmination of the coming of the kingdom when Christ returns, which will be a huge spectacle, and he will come to rule and reign on the earth as king. Verse 26, just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. So will it be on the day of the Son of Man. So will it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Again, Jesus is talking about the second coming of himself here. Verse 31, On that day, let the one who is on the housetop with goods in his house not come down and take them away. And likewise, let the 
one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, in that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding together at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. And they said to him, Where, Lord? He said to them, Where the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. I'm going to go a different direction with this text, but before I do, I should point out that there are several episodes from previous devotions that deal with these same parallel texts in Mark 13 and Matthew 24. So in Mark, you can go to episodes 637 and 638, and in Matthew, you can go to episodes 562 through 567. What jumped off the page for me in this text today is not related in any way to the essence of what the text is about, but I think it's important to highlight. In this text, Jesus both referred to the day of Noah and to the day of Lot, and he referred to Lot's wife. These are historical narratives that are recorded in Genesis, and there are many people today who consider themselves Christians or representatives of the Christian faith, whether they're just rank and file pew sitters, whether they're pastors, whether they're seminary professors or college presidents of quote-unquote Christian colleges. Many, many people flying the flag of Christianity would suggest that these events, Noah, the flood, Lot, Lot's wife, Sodom and Gomorrah, that these events did not happen, that they're just kind of allegories or stories that are told in Genesis, but can't be relied on as historical. Yet Jesus, right here in Luke chapter 17, that is the same Luke who wants to provide an orderly account of Jesus' ministry for Theophilus so that he can be confident in the things he's been taught about Jesus, that Jesus refers to those events as historical. And the reason I want to land on that is to remind you that if you want to follow Jesus Christ, if you want to call yourself a Christian, you'd better believe about the scriptures what Jesus believed about the scriptures, namely in this case that Genesis is historical and reliable. And we got all kinds of people who call themselves Christians and the ones who make me particularly upset are the ones who are leading others who want to treat Genesis like it's not historical and reliable. And when you start to go down that road, you get in all kinds of theological and doctrinal ditches. Dare I say, you end up finding yourself not even believing the essence of the gospel itself, which says that men are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. Just because some author that is well-respected in the world and claims to be Christian suggests that Genesis isn't history, or just because some seminary or college of the church out there suggests that we can both believe in the Jesus of the Bible, but reject much of what the Bible says, does not mean that we need to take their word for it. Rather, let's take Jesus' word for it. Friend, faith in Christ alone and trusting his word as inerrant, authoritative, and reliable are two attributes that if you have them set you apart from a lot of people, including many who call themselves Christians, and at the same time those two attributes equip you to have massive kingdom impact in this world. Keep the faith, block out the noise, stay focused on scripture, and believe scripture the way Jesus did. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, The Family, the church and government at the family leader they are bringing all three together honoring god and blessing our neighbors learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.